Hello and welcome to the No. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? Hello. Hello. There. I want to welcome all of you oh. to the No So Podcast. <laughs> Your weekly home for all things wrestling. If it was aerodynamic, that would have one. We're going to be talking about POW! POW POW! Pro wrestling. Path. Zowie! Live and let dive. Last night. How we thought, what we thought, how amazing it was. Uh, Spoiler. Do you want me to continue spoiling or should I... Being ambiguous about it. Oh. uh, Tune in to find out what we thought about it. There it is. You, but you guys are all tuning into me, your host, your legend, Joseph Lessel, alongside me. here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Yes, it is I, the hero of millions. That's all I got. Oh, okay. uh, at least a million. And millions! <laughs> and millions. There I was going to rip off that guy. You might want to. <laughs> now, here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> and also, here's a guy. The ch- 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 chosen one, Mike. Cool. Uh, hey, and yo. That's my gimmick. I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I said the thing is I literally could not remember what I said. Like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. There it is. I got it. <laughs> we'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We're live, pal. We're li- oh, we're, oh, never mind. I have half the, I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, Sid. <laughs> I hold you in my heart. <laughs> Everybody does. But at a distance. At least the scissors leave the distance away from me. What about the scissors and Jimmy Lloyd? He wouldn't notice. Thither. Thither me timber. So, guys, how was your weekend? You guys, Thither me timber. Did you guys go anywhere? Like, um, I went to Funky Town. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that go? It was a crazy trip. <laughs> this match is falling apart. Did you guys go to any... Uh, Shows, you yeah, know? Joe. Uh, you should know we went with you. We went oh, to Power drove, Pro Wrestling's, uh, not me, he didn't live and let dive, uh, at Historic MacArthur Court. You usually, sling it. I know. <sighs> I'm <laughs> hey, between, yo, between that, between the hey, yo, and I didn't <laughs> sing live and let dive. I apologize. What are you, what are you, a big bitch? Hang on, do 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 do. Okay, Corey. Did what? you do anything this weekend? Oh, I went to a historic <laughs> MacArthur Court for Palpar Wrestling's Live and Let Dive. Oh, there, it there it is. No longer a paper bitch. Like Devin Dog. Like Devin is. As yes, our monthly uh, wrestling show hit Matt Court. And um, as usual. Um, over-delivered. Yeah, did not disappoint. Over-delivered. They, uh, is it weird to over-hype and then over-deliver? Isn't that weird? They gave us the goods. Hmm. Unlike this Perry Saturn Goldberg match we're watching from Spring Stampede '98, not so good. I blame Saturn really, to be honest. That's his hair. If he'd have shaved bald like normally, he wouldn't have botched those moves. But he's well, not well, ever well, 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 blame the brother. hair. He ain't tan enough. He, he's hairy enough, <laughs> yeah. brother. Oh, this so, is not gonna be good. Yes. <clears throat> Let me pull up Le card here. Pull up the card. Uh, uh, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking a gorilla press off the top rope. So, I, I got to be honest. So we talked about uh, last week, like how tough the show was going to be to format. Like how, where do you put stuff? They placed it perfectly, and uh, they started off with Midnight Heat defeating C4. That's Cody Chun and Guillermo Rosas. Yep, um, good tag match. 
We knew it would be. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, guaranteed. However, at the same time, I at least kind of got the thought that they were holding a little back. Yes, 100%. Like, uh, you, you know, you may see more. You may not. I don't know any well, creative plans. But Well, they've already been announced that Minahit's coming to the next show. Okay. At WrestleFest. Okay. Yeah, good. Get they, your they announced now. that today. Get your tickets now. WrestleFest. West Coast Pro Wrestling and Pal Pro Wrestling, a joint show. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So, um, yeah. This was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three and a quarter, three and a half. Uh, I, Cody Chun doing the uh, patented tried and true face in peril, getting the ass kicked, roast us with the hot tag. Uh, the Midnight Heat are just a solid fucking tag Man, team. Man, how, so uh, for the, since the first time we saw him, how good has Rosas gotten? He's improved He's immensely. Improved. Like, oh, man. Cow, I mean, man. I saw him first time in like 2019, and he was... We saw him at... Def- I saw him in Defy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can tell he's good, but had, you know, you know maybe young. But he's, he's developed a, quite a good worker, my, I think. My joke is, once he cut all that hair, because he had... <laughs> the hair. The, the, it's, you know? Like I said with Saturn, the hair. Cut the hair, become a good wrestler. That's, that's, that's what they always say, right? What's Hogan's excuse? Uh, brother? Brother? He's tan enough. <laughs> yeah, he had the tan took care of it. Uh, no, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I you know, we hyped it on the on the, the socials of the fact that these two are the two bet one two of the like you know, there's a multiple, but two of the best tag teams in the Northwest. Northwest. And it was a great match and but you could t- I could tell, like Corey, they were holding something back and it's just like what you know? Maybe at WrestleFest or something, it'll be they might do something more or a different company. I mean, they wrestle through quite a few companies. Prestige, around here, so, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, they're holding something back. But it was still <laughs> overall a great match. Midnight Heat with the come on with the jean jackets and the fluorescent tights. Oh, it's Love so it. good, so good. The bright green because me being the uh, Midnight Express mark that I am. That's the color I remember the most from Bobby and Stan. Oh, it's so is good. Is that, that, that neon green. Oh, so good. So good. I have that shirt as well. Eddie Guerrero is my favorite wrestler. I have that shirt. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull that out of the cobwebs and wear yeah. it one of these days. But no, um, good opener. Good choice for the opener. You always want to get the crowd invested. I thought this did a perfect job. <laughs> and I'm a tough grader because... <clears throat> I'm big on how to format shows. Yeah. It is a... Oh, we talked about this was going to be difficult. It is a... Um, it's a it's a near obsession of mine with wrestling shows. <laughs> I, every company, every show, I grade it. It's the pacing. Like, and, yeah, yeah. It's like you got to do a good job. Because there aren't... There's, there's cards that you watch, like AEW especially, lately, of you have 11 matches, and like one's the... Dead time, and then when that you think it's the six man tag, and then they over deliver, like so the main event's the dead time. Got I thought it. that they did a good job with the last show, but uh, one of the early AEW shows was definitely a victim of formatting, and yeah, I was burnt out by like the halfway point. Yeah, and and shockingly that I'll say this, but most in the in the heyday there was a lot of TNA shows where it was like, brother, what are you doing? Yeah, God damn it, yeah. So we follow it up next with the Pal Panda. Identity still unknown. Defeating. It's bugging me too. It's not Mr. Ulala? No. No. I mean, maybe he's taking my advice and it's, ha, uh, it's Toro Yano. Have you seen Toro Yano? Have you seen Mr. Ulala and. Yeah, you have. Damn. That's, <laughs> that's what we need to ask the, the, guy, the people who run Pal. Just be up front with us. Is it Toro Yano? <laughs> 
They listen to all about wrestling. I see. Right. Do you do you bring him in specifically to play Pal Panda <laughs> once a month? That'd be amazing. So Pal Panda defeated Charlie Avell. That's the name Avell. Yeah, I've I've seen the name listed on other Northwest shows. Mm-hmm. I've not had a chance to see him before. Seems like a perfectly fine worker. It's uh. So I don't recall any other promotion in the database to know better than me that has like a mascot that wrestles. But it's fantastic. Um, the crowd is super. There was a dude behind us with a panda hat. Yeah, that's fucking it awesome. Was, that's going to take off. By the way, next show, I guarantee you, there's going to be multiple of those. That's when you take off. My favorite part of it is watching the weekly shows on Wrestling With Regret on YouTube, which so people should do. Good. Is whenever Panda cuts a promo and it says, Panda, 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 Panda. And they're like, yeah, so what do you think about this next match coming up? Panda, 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 Panda. 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 It's good. No, it, it reminds me of... Uh, Captain New Japan, a little. Captain New Japan was the was the trusty gimmick in New Japan for a while. Uh, WWE had Wildcat Willie, but he didn't wrestle. Um, might have been Hector Guerrero. I can't remember. The, I know that was Lasertron, but I don't remember if it was Willie Wildcat Willie either. Uh, but yeah, no, I like this. It's it's good. You know, uh, one thing we said was the strength of this company was. Um, a little something for everybody. Yeah. And this is the kid thumb. I was going to say, this is for the kids yeah. because uh, a couple matches, uh, it's not for the kids. Yeah. We'll get to that shortly. This is the kid-friendly thing that gets over. It's fun. It doesn't overstay its welcome, but it's a it's a, uh, it's a welcome part of the show, though. And I like it. We might need to come up with uh, six panda hats, guys. I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we, might, we might need to come up with that and just have an entire row of pandas. <laughs> How sick would that be? Panda. Panda, panda. Panda, panda. Panda, panda, panda. So, Corey, would you give it? Um, two stars. It was exactly what it needed to be. It was enjoyable. I it like that he's from Japanda. Japanda. <laughs> Coming from Japanda. I love it so much. And it, now, was, it was good. Oh, God almighty. Oh, now. The next match. Oh, hang, hold on, on, hold hang on, hold on, hang on. Okay. What? This, this is Blanchard Country. Country. And wouldn't you know it, they cheated again. And I don't cheated. think so. We don't cheat. No, they don't, defeat, we don't, hey, no. First of all, there was a guy in the crowd with the sign. He pointed out they were cheating, and uh, he was right. That guy, he was talking about Facts. the bats. He was talking about the Bash Bros. Yeah, they Bash cheated Bros. the entire match. They cheated the entire time. Just so listen, least, to, let's listen to Bubba. He told everybody what's going on. Yeah, Those cheaters, the Blanchard Brothers, stole another victory against the Bash Brothers. I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, they showed everybody the strut that they invented. Yep. I have it on. I mean, I've got the footage. Lawler stole it. <laughs> from Jeremy Blanchard. Um, I've heard rumors that Jackie Fargo originated it. I think Jeremy did. I'm pretty sure back in 48, <laughs> Jeremy Blanchard taught Fargo the strut. He's He, he ages magnificently. Yeah, I just want to tell it you It looks that. like, wow. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. They're both slap nuts. That's all we're going to wow, say about it. Wow. That's so patently untrue. Bubba, Bubba is a treasure. Who needs to be just, just honored? Bubba needs a muzzle. Is what he needs. <laughs> how does he? How does he not lose his voice? That's I like don't know. the best. I part. suspect that he does. <laughs> yeah, he's I hope so he doesn't have a, like a shoot job where he has to talk. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a dentist. He's like, hey, y'all let me. <laughs> yeah, he's all laryngitis. <laughs> but no, he's they're they're a lot of fun. They Bubba were. is the 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 powder keg of of energy and it's he's one of those guys where like if you're especially while, for indie shows like if the crowd isn't engaged he'll get you engaged yeah. yeah. He'll walk right up to you if you're like bored looking on your phone. He'll walk right up to you and get in your grill. To me, I love tag teams like I'll that. I'll slap you in the face. And I'll slap you right in the face. I love tag teams like that where one guy is unquestionably the kind of the 
the powder keg, the the loud mouther, the and the other one's quietly more of the worker. Although Bubba can work, there's no doubt about that. But Jeremy's more of the works at cheap. The worker. Um, please, this is Blanchard country, <laughs> sir. Yeah, you bite your damn don't, lip. Uh, don't be smirch uh, the the bastions of purity here in Blanchard country. Pick those bastion boogers along. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, it was it was a fun match. Uh, I think didn't uh, Bubba yell at you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubba yelled at the the chosen one First here. First of all, Bubba don't want that smoke. <laughs> I'll put it out right now, son. You don't want the smoke, Bubba. Can I want that. it? I myself was deeply embarrassed as I am a proud member of Blanchard Country. Yeah, I was the only one there who had the balls stand up to these cheaters. You mean you bunch the... of cowards that I fucking podcast with? You bunch of cowards, including <laughs> including that paper bitch. You mean you didn't have the the class? Yeah, you don't to, have no uh, class. Realize that Blanchard Country is where it's at. You're all a bunch yeah. of sheep. That's all I'm saying. You, wow. Bah. Hey, whether he remembers it or not, I go back a long way with Jeremy Blanchard. God damn it, he does. <laughs> I'm sure he has no recollection of it. So let's give it. Uh, three, three stars. Because I've never seen the Bash Brothers before, but they're they were fun. They were fine. Yeah, uh, good good counterparts. I'll see these two like these two teams is like a hoss fight. I think would be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. That's another thing I like the Blanchard Brothers for because they're vets, mm-hmm. so they can they are able to kind of fit into whatever you need them to do. Yeah, they can be. They can do a hoss fight. They can wrestle. They can do. They've turned heel every, yeah, every show we've they, gone they, to. Somehow, that just means they are heel, sir. So they've turned faces occasionally. You know what, what that you mean. tells me? You know what that tells me? They're well, bastards. Paul White is actually a Blanchard. Well, he's <laughs> yeah. a Blanchard. No wonder, he, no wonder I can't stand him. Because nobody turns heel as good as the Blanchards do. <laughs> and that son of a bitch is always perpetually well, turning heel. From Blanchard country. Oh, which I, which I, it's uh, right by uh, Dudleyville. So oh, is, is it? Next yeah. to Murderville, too? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a big Blanchard. So, oh, what a Blanchard! <laughs> and then the uh, the car took a turn. It went a, it went a different direction. Oh, so magnificent! This was a fans bring the weapons hardcore triple threat match. And real quick, uh, gentlemen, what'd you guys bring? I brought skewers. I brought a uh, tennis racket. I tried to channel <laughs> Jim Cornette. <laughs> it was not used. Uh, the producer brought a sign. Yep. No cell loves pal for us, and we were hoping you to use the little database. They did bring it. They did bring it out, but they didn't. Bring, little it. database brought a uh, cheese grater. <laughs> cheese grater, uh, which is fantastic. I brought the clothes hamper that they used to bring out all the weapons. <laughs> so it all worked out. So we had uh, in what I thought was an upset here: Drexel defeating Funny Bone and Doctor Cleaver in just fucking chaos. Uh, so as well, is the only way to put let, this. Let me. Uh, let me uh, take over for a second here. As I sat next to the producer. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She she turns to me and goes, I need to be in every death match front row in every death match tournament possible now. She didn't put that on Twitter. That is on Twitter. Yeah, that is, yeah. That's verified. Yeah, she. <laughs> but not Steve Banks. No. No, because the producer is awesome. Uh, but she just like she just turned to me and she's like, I need to be in a front row death match. And I'm like, if I'm going, I'm going to be wearing the like the. <laughs> Hazmat, he- hazmat outfit. Ha- yeah, I'm head to toe hazmat. You're like, catch yourself. Yeah, I'll be in a hazmat outfit while, Zan- while the producers is like, she's she's gigging herself. Yeah, she's gigging. But good God, what a uh, we almost gigged. <laughs> for real. We almost, she grabs, we almost had a shoot. She grabs one of the light things, bashes over her own head, fucking juice. She it was we almost I, got juice for real, son. I, it was it was a, fan, a fantastic triple threat match. The 
well, I made the joke to uh, Devin. I'm like, here comes Funny Bone to the Hogan pop, and he comes out like he is so over with this crowd. He's over. It doesn't even make sense. It, he he's easily um, and and there's a guy coming out later who's really over with this crowd too. But from the first time he showed up here, I Funny Bone is like the homegrown hero of pro, of Pal Pro Wrestling. <laughs> it's crazy, which is weird, but, so but, but awesome in the same way. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just like so like we talked about like that like we had the panda match and the Blanchers match. Let's you know it's it's a nice all you know family show. And then funny Bone goes let's out. Let's get violent, motherfuckers! <laughs> like, all right, I, I legit saw about four kids. Like now we're gonna go outside, guys. Yeah, we're, yeah, gonna, yeah. we're gonna wait till this match is Parents done. Parents taking kids out to the <laughs> to the uh, corridor. There was for... a, an older gentleman sitting right next to us who had a cane with thumbtacks on it that he was. He gave. Oh, he alerted to Drexel when Drexel came out. He's like Drexel. It was so and Drexel's good. Like, oh, I see it. So. The guy next sitting next to us, who's been to every show, Zen was talking with. He he oh, made Bullet club? huh Bullet club. Bullet club. Yeah. He was wearing the uh, he was the one that made the kendo stick with the, the t- with the tax that had the tax. He on it. asked. I guess he it took him an hour to make. He messaged Drexel on like social media <laughs> and like, "Hey, I'm making this. What's the best way to keep the tax?" And he's like, uh, "Duct tape and like." Super glue, and then he's like, "It took me an hour to make." So, uh, so there was a spot. You'll see it on the YouTube show, but uh, they they uh, Drexel swung it. Yes, yes. Funny Bone, funny was up bone takes it. Drexel swung it to Funny Bone. He he swung it at all these things the post, and and Funny Bone missed, and the staff shattered and rained tax onto us. And I actually got a piece of the Kendo stick in my oh, arm. Did which you? Was, oh, was it Kendo? Uh, okay. Yeah, I actually got a piece of the Kendo can, stick, which was can't awesome. Can't confirm, folks. Uh, they did not gimmick those tacks. No, <laughs> that shit was real. That was I, awesome. I, I, when he when he took the sw- swing, I, I so hard. I buckled up like I was going on a roller coaster, going, "This is it!" And I just closed my eyes. <laughs> I let him swing. I'm like, "Oh God!" And then like I look, and Corey's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and then there was. One point there were Legos, Legos and thumbtacks. Your skewers were used. My skewers came in handy. My favorite part, and this was an awesome match. I loved it. It's so fun. My favorite part is up in the stands, there was a young girl, maybe 11, 12. Oh, in purple. And in purple. purple oh. Who was just totally aghast uh, at what she was seeing. She had never seen a death match. She couldn't this believe. This was her introduction to a death match. What was happening. And I just, I, I was laughing. Look, I'm. <laughs> It was so awesome. She was right next to her parents. It's like one of those things. It's <laughs> oh, like it's the best. She had the look of the guy, like, in the fear of, like, the guy with the shock value of when Taker lost at Mania. Yeah. Just the look of, like, what is oh. going on? Hands over her Hands mouth. Over the like, mouth. eyes bugging out. I loved it. Man, Funny Bone just never disappoints, man. Oh, it's so uh, good. You know, Cleaver doesn't get a lot of love, but he's solid as hell, too. But I... I don't know. I find myself more and more a Drexel guy. Yeah. I mean, did, I've always liked him, he but did, more and he, more. Every month, it's like, yeah, I he did, did He did a spot. He's like a VJ or something in Portland or That's Seattle. Awesome. And he did a spot where he wasn't his normal Drexel. He was like a free-loving hippie, and like he had no pain on, <laughs> and it was just like, like, Zen's like, That's Drexel. I'm like, That's bullshit. That's Drexel because of looks totally now I'm you a know. bigger fan of Drexel. Yeah. So, Good. Oh, like three and a half. I love that. I was going to ask one. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun as hell. It was fun. This was fun as hell. It was fun. I. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't get it. I was just going to say it was a enjoyable, like, tame death match in the way. Because like, there was a light bulb. And I'm like, ooh, we're going to get dusty in here. And then they never used it. So, which I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. I'm fine, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. 
And of course, this led to an intermission, which, of course, of because <laughs> they had to clean up a mess. <laughs> but here, let's give some love to the crew. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did that in no time at all. They, they're like, <laughs> what? Uh, the Garrett, refs. Garrett, and... the announcer, was like, yeah, we're going to be back, maybe, in a while. They all, and like, then, the refs roll out there, yeah. And then they're like, all right, we're going to untie the, we're going to untie it, and then we're going <laughs> to. Except for the one guy who just kicks some stuff back under the ring. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's all that's good. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got an idea. <laughs> So first half of the show, very good. Oh, so good, man! And I, it, to the point where I was actually a little worried. I was like, "Man, that really delivered." Like, I know there's some big matches coming up, but is it gonna is it gonna kind of fall off the rails a little well, bit? It's funny you ask that, Corey, because directly out of intermission came the match sponsored by No So Entertainment. That would be Titus Alexander defeating Speedball Mike Bailey and Nick Wayne. Sorry, sorry, Nick. Fucking Wayne in what I, I mean, the Garrett asked after the match, I will say now it is the best match I've ever seen live. I said that last week that was probably going to be, and I was fucking right. This match fucking ruled. Yep, no, it's the best match ever. I had to think about it for a minute. Remember we I've told Joe he couldn't, of... he couldn't pick Sean and Joe. He, like, he couldn't pick that. It's not, it's not allowed. <laughs> Unlike the proprietor of... Uh, Pro Wrestling, I didn't get to see Ray and Eddie live in Vegas in 97, so yes, this is the greatest match I've ever seen live. I know, I know Joe got to see uh, Sean and uh, the Ayatollah of Jack I, and Cola. I got, I have to <laughs> Jericho. I, I, need to, I need to go through my, my own database to see what I've seen in live because I was fucking like exhausted after huh. watching this match. It was fantastic. I was, I was like I didn't want it to end. I was yeah. like, no, let's keep going. Because, like, Tide is, is so good. But then you're like, but Nick Wayne is so good. It's unfair. He's 16. And then I've never seen Speedball Mike Bailey. I'm like, fuck, Speedball Mike Bailey is so good. <laughs> I've been watching him lately because he's Holy been... Holy shit. He's Speed, finally back in America. Speedball's back in America. Okay. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a great wrestler. Of course he is. He got the Nicole Matthews treatment, and he's finally back. Of course he is. <laughs> and uh, he got, uh, he's been making the rounds on uh, GCW. So, like, one night he did, uh, he uh, took on Ninja Mac, then Blake Christian on. <laughs> but still had a good match. So, he, he tossed, <laughs> he tossed, they fought on a, uh, like, a balcony, and he yeeted him off, and he went through a table, and I'm like, I salute you, Speedball. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who beats the fuck out of it's the Ninja It is, but he's, uh, he's on Impact Wrestling. He just showed up there, and he's been doing good there. Um, yeah, he's he's solid. I saw him before. He was well. And I've watched him during. I mean, he's really busted the, his ass around the world. The, the uh, match you need to watch is Speedball versus ACH from like, like a month ago. Well, yes, please. In uh, West and uh, I think West Coast Pro Wrestling. I think watch those two. Shucks. They okay. they win like twenty plus, and you're just like, hope. I was like, this guy is like legit. You forget ACH is still wrestling. First of all, yeah, and you forget how good he is. But no, Speedball's really good. I knew he was good. Titus is someone I'm like all in on. Like yep. I, you know me lately. The last five or six years, I like to look for the young talent and really kind of see who's coming up. That motherfucker's legit. He's going to get somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know where. We. I mean, please don't be. NXT. I I got I got a guy. I got a anywhere else besides WWE. I have a coworker at the shoot. I want to be able to watch it. I only normally talk wrestling with, and I think I mentioned this last week. And he brought up how he's just like. I watched the Swerve Nick Wayne match on Defy, and he's just like, and "That was so good." He was like, "That was fucking amazing." And I'm like, "The only thing we talk about is WWE," and he's just like, "Nick Wayne's legit," and he's like, 
I, he's like, when AW shows up, if Swerve and Nick Wayne cross paths some way, that'd be like, I'm like, I, uh, I'm all for it. I brother. hope we get more Nick Wayne and pal. Me I too. really do, yeah, man. You, I was surprised. This is the first time he's been there because yeah. I mean, you know, local like Northwest. Guy. I mean, he's always booked every oh, no, fucking. He's, way. I don't he's know how this demand. dude goes to school because he is right? fucking everywhere. No, he's in demand, and he's always in Jersey, GCW, and the next day in LA for some other fucking show. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's getting those reps, Doc. I mean, Jesus. And he's already this good. So imagine there, in ten like, years. I. It's one of those things. Jesus fuck. I was impressed with all three, and I love the fact that it's just like you had the powerhouse with. Uh, with Titus, and yeah. then you had like yeah, Titus is uh, stronger than I thought he was. He's yeah. There was a couple spots I was like, "Fuck, Titus, Jesus!" Powerhouse with that, but then you had like the speed of Bailey, and like those kicks. Huh. This the, seen them live. By the way, he he originated those but, those kicks before Naomi stole them, and you know those side fast. They kicks. they make the, those <laughs> look harder when yeah, she, he, like, he, uh, he looks he looks good when he does them. Yeah, though, like so. he originated that shit. She she got stolen. Uh, no, they're this. I can't say enough about this match. I fucking loved this match as a live experience. It's like four and three quarters. <laughs> like, God, like, it was so fucking good. And every three, every one of these guys was fucking over with the crowd. Yeah. Bring oh, back all of them. Of please. course, Titus is kind of a, I mean, the first power champion. So this is kind of, you know, quote unquote, his promotion. Yeah. Uh, speedball. If you can ever get him back. Yes, please. And then fucking in fact, it'll come up later, but I'll mention it later. And then Nick Wayne, yeah, if you can get Nick Wayne whenever, fuck he had, and I and I'm the only motherfucker in this room old enough to have seen his dad wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't say they're nothing alike, but <laughs> but uh, well, Buddy Wayne wasn't doing no. uh, springboard flips off cutters. The top. <laughs> no, I, I honestly can't say that. It was fantastic show. Yeah. We we, it's one of those things of like. Can I go any long? Can I, can I go? Like it's just like it was great. It was fantastic. It might be one of the one of the best matches I've seen in person. The next up, we had uh, the Blanchard's boy Michael Flex with his Michael Flex challenge, his open challenge. Perfect placement after that match. Yeah. Yes. First answer the call was Patrick Quincy. There you go. Quincy was the last name. Okay. He uh, he tried his best. Was this? I wonder if this was his first match. I mean, you know, he, he came, didn't work out for him. It seemed like he was like straight out of the school, but not in a bad way. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't look terrible. Just like, but uh, Flex ran through him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't work out for that gentleman. As somebody who's you know from the family, would run through somebody. Yeah. No problem there. No problem at all. So that didn't work out. So the answer to the call next would be one Spencer Scott. All right, I like the flame tights. Yep. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. Uh, this is when Vinny. Much this is when Vinny comes down. Yeah, he's got. He's got a plan. He's, he's got some, some reason. Plan. That he jackass to the came out. Oh come on now. Some like, damn reason. Yeah. By the way, those assholes are out here again, messing with people, getting everybody's face. Nobody wanted you out here. Stay no. in the back. Yeah, Blanchard wearing, country. Wearing one of those beautiful new Blanchard country shirts. Yeah. By the way, five um, X, please. And then I would most certainly already have one. Just saying. And then Vinny goes to commentary. Yep. And then last outs. Well, Plex makes a challenge. Wait, play, sorry, sorry, he sorry. goes, hey, he goes, since I'm dominating, the next person comes out who thinks they can beat me, if they somehow miraculously beat me, they get a title shot against Vinny. Vinny had commentary was not happy. No, not a fan of that. Not a fan. And this is, I knew someone, someone Bigger, important was yeah, coming someone, out. Yeah. Because, you know, and, this, uh, is, this is wrestling one-on-one. Guys, it was Goldberg. It was weird. Yeah, Goldberg comes Goldberg out. Goldberg showed up. 
Didn't see that coming. <laughs> but no, Kevin Blackwood shows up. Kevin Blackwood. Zen. Zen lost it. Zen lost it. She <laughs> in her in her bucket list of watching people wrestling, that was one of them. And he's like, really? she, she's like checked her, off. Her dark sheet, two two events in a row. Oh yeah. yeah. Check, check. See, I like Kevin Blackwood. I've liked him for a couple years. He's a really good wrestler. I'm glad that they made the announcement he's on the roster, which yeah. means we'll see more of him. That's a good thing for me. Um, he's a really good wrestler. Uh, one, one of the Buffalo Boys. Um, and Daniel Garcia. When Daniel Garcia was in that car accident. He wasn't was in it, too. Yeah, he Both was in it, too. Were. Yeah. So I've, I've been familiar with him for a while. I'm glad he's here. It, more, more people know him more that he had, like, the, the mohawk with the blue or pink yeah. hair. That's yeah. Than- He'll say he didn't really hit with the crowd, I don't think. Uh, no, because he's not, like, a name. name but name, but right. for those who knew, like, I was really happy to see him. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, good, good worker. Zen, Zen went, ee! Yeah. The producer <laughs> went, ee! And I'm like, oh, she is geeking hard. Yep. <laughs> no, so. here's the thing. She knew it by the theme's music. That's awesome. She knew it by the theme. Yeah, more on that later. Just proof that I've been a net positive in people's lives. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, everything's going, and then, Corey. Uh, <laughs> and then, as it should have... Kevin Blackwood gets the win because the ref finally grows a pair of nuts, kicks those asshole blanches to the back for cheating, well, interfering the whole match. What you mean is the ref tried to put it in Blackwood's favor. So then we got oh, a one-on-one match we got like it Nick, should be. We got Nick Patrick in the ring, you yeah. know. Those innocent Blanchards who and did all nothing. All of a sudden, nothing. Malcolm Flex is having people cheating for him. He can't win a match all of a sudden. What all did... I'm going to say is, Blackwood, it's good to see you, and I'm glad you're here. But, I mean, this was his third match. Don't be so, like, yeah, you yeah. know. Oh, you, 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 you didn't beat a fresh I flex. Mean, Hammerstone would have beat him, so I'm saying. I mean, a fresh flex would have been a different story. Yeah. Let's just go there. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, no, it looks like they've, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I'm guessing that's the title match at WrestleFest. Maybe because uh, they're having that a number one contenders mm-hmm. match at WrestleFest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that got to have the champ have something to do with WrestleFest. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm guessing. I, that's I, guess, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out. That's when the beauty when of they keep announcing uh, yeah, matches. That's stuff the beauty of waiting for announcements. You know, it's you, either that or the probably in the next show, next pal. So yeah, you never know. Next up, your co main event. It would be that buffoon. Verified Steve Miggs taking on one Zicky Dice. Uh, another check mark for the producer. Yeah. Apparently, they just, they just talk, they just book shit yeah. for the producer. What, what's well, happening? She does here? message. She's the voice of uh, No Cell on the uh, Twitter. So. She's, uh, she's the. She's the pretty much everything of No Cell. <laughs> I guess we're one body part, but she's the rest of it. We're probably the ass. And then Devin's also the paper bitch. He's yeah. the tail. He's the tell, we're the ass. Yeah. She's everything else. She's everything else, yeah. So, yeah, uh, so Ziggy Dice comes out. Uh, big, really popular crowd. Oh, yeah. Charisma, four days. Oh, he's got tons oh, of charisma. my God. He does his own Twitch thing. He did uh, a show a couple, like a month ago on Twitch. It was, and it, uh, I think Medusa was there as like a commentator for a bit. I think this is the one with Enzo and. Yeah, it was um, Dark Order was there. Yeah, he's got a second one coming up. I think Mania Weekend. I'm not sure though. So but, um, uh, just uh, assume because it meant lately, Mania Weekend. Lately, he's been on Impact Wrestling as part of Brian Myers' uh, learning tree. In this match, Steve Miggs gets introduced to Arm Drag City, <laughs> bitch. Eighteen of them. What's up, Arm Drag City? But then, spot of the night. 
Spot of the night. Spot of the night. Mickey's on the outside. Zicky Dice grabs a hold of him. Walks him around the ring. Walks right up to one producer's end. Holds him there. Slap him. Producer's in gets to give the old Ric Flair chop. Slap him. So let me get this straight. Yep. She got to t- check two of her seen live wrestlers off the checklist. Correct. Yep. Correct. And chop Steve Mix. Yes. Correct. It's a great night for the producer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was happy. Uh, the story goes this. Zicky goes, slap him. And she goes, points like, me? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and, and like... And he's like, yeah. And then she does it. And then, like, we're telling her, she's like, I was so nervous. And then I look and uh, the refs yell at me not to do it. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I slapped him. And we're like, it made it look like you're more part of the show because of yeah. you going, like, are you sure I should slap him? But so we're, saying, was, we're saying Zin's a plant. Yeah, saying. she was a plant. <laughs> and then later on, Zicky Dash replied to her on Twitter about it. Oh, did, I didn't, I see, didn't it. see that. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, when she was like... I saw her tweet. Yeah, and then yeah, he responded back with, it's the least I could do. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what, what have you guys said for years? She's the most over person on this podcast. Most over person? I mean, That's Jesus. why she's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Are we in the yeah, Hall of Fame? I, mean, I don't think so. She's in the No So Hall Podcast Hall of Fame. Her and Jeff Jarrett. You know who's not? The Blazers. They fucking never will be. There's a sitting induction already planned. It's got to be unanimous and it fucking never will be. What are you talking about? It's two out of Two out of three. Brother. Zen's on my side. Zen's a woman of class and sophistication. Damn it. That's why she would never cheer for the Blanchards. she lives in Blanchard country. Damn right, brother. No, she doesn't. Preach, brother. Preach. But fun. This was fun. What it should be. The YouTube title is the... Is another one of those like panda segments of the show yep. where yep, yep. it's fun. Goes eight minutes. I yeah, like that. I like idea. that. I like that. I like it reminds Mig- me of the old WWE TV title. Migs connects with the crowd. Oh yeah, Migs is uh, a great heel. They've done a good job picking the right people to challenge him for the belt. He still nobody can still get a win because that cheating ooh la la again. My God, the amount of people cheating on this show. It's just it's it's ridiculous at this point. Did you see anything? Cheating? I didn't see any cheating. Re- you know what? Boo la la. That's all I'm gonna I say. Do. I did see a That's cheater. A shirt, by the way, actually, you're right. I did see a cheater. I saw this Levi Shapiro guy show up. I mean, the the savior of Palpa Wrestling and, showed and, up and beat up. Uh, Steve Mix for no reason. Poor Migs. Got what he deserved. Poor Migs. All I'm saying is, you know. And now he's really going to get what he deserves. At Hybrid Mania, too. At Hybrid Mania we'll in, uh, in Texas in a couple April weeks. April 2nd. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Poor Migs. Migs, will, Migs is bringing it back home to the Northwest. Yeah, Migs will, Migs will reign supreme as he should. As he, sh- as no he worries. should. No worries. What ever. Boo that man. And then we're to the main event. The uh, main what do you, you give it? Oh, yeah, oh that? Yeah, yeah, two and a half. Yeah. It's fine. Now the main event. It's time for the main event. It's time for action packed action. The APA. <laughs> we have a uh, six person tag, three titles on the line in this match. If a challenger pins a champion, they are they become that champion. So, Craig, you got to help me with the belt here. Yeah. So, you have pal champion Vinny Massaro. Now, the family. Yeah. yeah. Another guy. Teaming up with Caden Cassidy. He's the 5C wrestling champion. Replacing Sonico. Replacing Sonico, the yeah. um, oh, yeah, DOA champion. Uh, and their tag team partner, Keita Murray. The uh, Without a Cause champion. And I, uh, first time seeing Keita Murray, yeah. I liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. I did too. Mm-hmm. And the challengers were number one contender for the Power Wrestling Championship. Juicy Finau. Juicy? It's always good Your to boy. see. Always good to see Juicy. Rebel Kel, the six foot stunner. Little change of theme music, a little weird. 
And uh, everybody's favorite superhero, Jaden. Another guy that's grown on me a lot. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, producer um, was talking about Kita, saying that he, he was at the collective and they kept mentioning him as the key, like Kita to their heart. <laughs> key to the heart? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's good. I like it. Fantastic. I like it. I like the champions. Uh, I like all the champions. I like interesting, all the- interesting match. Very WCW vibes. Yeah, yeah. no, it did. It got. Uh, I. It's one of the reasons I liked it. WCW would kind of push at the end to throw shit against the wall to see if it stuck. I, I like this idea. I like this thought process. But this wasn't born. This wasn't born out of desperation. This was just hey, let's do something fun. Yeah, no, like I said, she's a couple of podcasts ago with a with an indie in a small town like this. You really have to find a hook for each show. You could send hook. Well, you if they will. I mean, send hook. <laughs> but you got to find a nice little hook, something different, uh, something unique to stand out and get the people going, well, I need to see that. <laughs> so this was a good idea. And um, the right guy won. That's all I got to say. Is the right guy got the pen. The right, guy, the right guy cheated, you mean. Vinny Masato, still your pal champion. Pending uh, Rebel Kell, I believe. Pending Rebel Kell. She complained about a hook of the tights. I saw nothing. I saw it. Clear as day. Ref's out of position. I think that was a sour grapes from the challenger who just didn't quite make it. I'll I'll be honest. There was a spot in the match where I think uh, (laughs) Juicy did like a uh, sidewalk slam to Vinny. I honestly think my ear popped. I'll be honest. I woke up with a headache. And I'm like. (laughs) I was like, damn, that was some. My uh, second favorite. Spot of the night just didn't end up happening, but it was when everybody was out the outside. Oh, yeah, and Juicy was getting ready to do the old Tope Suicida, <laughs> and everybody fucking bailed. <laughs> I, I love that. I that too. was such a great spot. I'd have been like, Fuck you, Devin. Devin's like, He's not going through the ropes. He's not, I'm like, Just watch, just watch. And all uh, of a sudden, all it reminded dispersed. me of the Shaq thing from the all from the <laughs> yeah. all star game, yeah, <laughs> where the entire bench just fucking left. <laughs> but like, Nope, not taking that one, cowards. I'd have pulled a Miz on that one. <laughs> nope. No, we, we would have pulled a uh, Piper uh, Hogan step back. Yeah, watch. step back Jesus, let Savage man. ruin his fucking knee. Yeah, I thought I could have swore we were there. Sorry, man. Sorry so, brother. So if Vinny Mazzaro gets the win, hey. he goes on to the WrestleFest to, I'm the assuming, take on the winner of the I number mean, one match. You oh, would think the way it was set up, he would be taking on Blackwood. Well, but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. We, we do know for sure that it's number one contender. No disqualification. Pinfalls count anywhere. Hammerstone and Flex. Flex. That's going to be good. That should be um, violent and hard yes. hitting. And we know for sure it's the six-foot stunner Rebel, Rebel Kell mm-hmm. against the debuting Sandra Moon. So that'll be cool. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and El Fantasmo. We know the Bullet Club's El Fantasmo. I got a pop from the yep. crowd. Told you he's oh, some name. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, Jacob Fatu. Oh, boy. That's which I was, so I was, funny, funny bone. Yep. I mean. Yeah. I, I mean. I was pretty sure that Jacob Fatu would be there since it's a West Coast Pro Wrestling yeah, yeah, code. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. So that should be fantastic. I can't wait to see what else they have. The Fatu versus Funny Bone. Oh my god, that'd be fun. Oh my god. On the, uh, I'm just looking at the West Coast Pro on the April fifteenth. It's Fatu versus Bandito. Oh yeah, Bandito. And their show called Game Related, as it has the Giants colors and like. Logos. I like that logo. So, yeah, yeah. 
That's a cool logo. So uh, overall thoughts, gentlemen? Oh, the they, over, they over-delivered again. Oh, uh, uh, would you give the minimum? Uh, two and a half. Overall show, fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was a great show. Uh, way, again, like... It's tough to follow the triple threat. <laughs> That's a tough match to follow. Nothing quite <laughs> followed that triple threat. Uh, but I will say, like, again, for the third month in a row, it was well worth the money oh, spent on a ticket. Yeah, I mean, you really just... And they uh, the setup was a little bit closer this time. I liked it. They more compact. They, they shortened the ring up, the ring area a little bit, so yeah. it was a little, little more intimate feeling. I assumed because the mask mandate was lifted. That'd be my guess. Or maybe just because it takes a couple shows to figure out a new place. Okay, this is how it could be. Either way, I liked it. I mm-hmm. hope it continues. Good show. It was a great show. But next month, on the 23rd at MacArthur Court, WrestleFest. Get your tickets now. VIP front row. Get them. Already like almost half sold. And they came out today. And that's the way to go. People are pumped for this show. And it's going to be sick. Do not good, wait. Good, good, good. Get your tickets now. Do Come say now. what's up. We'll be front row as always because we are fucking VIPs. Uh, we are very important. Just like that laugh. There we are very important. MD, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, last week's Saints Patrick Day Slam in a cage match. It was all right. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't live up to last year's, but I don't think they're capable of that, to be honest with <laughs> So <laughs> I think that was lightning in a bottle. I really do. So this was fine. And the right person won. Give Thunder her run with the belt. It's time for a new champ. Yeah, it was time for a new champ. Um, nothing to complain about there. Um, I like the idea that on 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 Dynamite that they're teasing uh, Wheeler Utah. Oh, I loved everything about that. First of all, Regal on commentary. So I mean, who's the masked man? You've done nothing for me, so I don't know you. He's like, uh, Shivani, we've, uh, I've talked about how you've done a lot for me. JR, you've done a lot for me, and you've done nothing for me, Mask Man. man. But then halfway through, like, you could tell Regal, like, forgot to be a hill at one point during the interview or during the announcing. Because at one point, JR and Tony were just being JR and Tony, and Excalibur was actually giving the insight. And Regal's like, you know, Mask Man, you're actually quite good at this job. But my favorite thing, because best friends took on Moxley and Danielson, mm-hmm. and Dan Housen comes out with best friends. And right away, Regal's like, you, man with the mask, what's with the uh, painted demon wave? <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> Wait till we get a Dan Housen Regal interaction. I will love it. Uh, did you see the Twitter? So the next day, uh, Dan Housen does a picture where it's like an old school, like, Oh, yeah, Collegiate yeah. wrestler with just the black trunks on, but he has with his, his head photoshopped on. He's like, "No, no, that was him. Oh, it wasn't. That no, was legit. The him. Tattoos were missing. No, the tattoos were there. Were they? Yeah, the one God. I saw. The one I saw. Like the I just tattoos. phased out the tattoos. I guess the tattoos were there. Yeah, and he was like, D- uh, "Mr. Regal, I'm ready to be slapped or something like that." Like, um, he was fantastic. But then afterwards. Yuta looked really good in the match, and then like he goes to shake Regal's hand, and Regal slaps a shit out of him, and he just gets in Regal's face, and Regal smiles. Like the the best part is this: the best part of the Regal thing is he jumps, he gets startled, but then he smiles. But it's like that, ah, he you know he just smiles. Yeah, shocking that Regal stuff. He's already better at everything than everybody else. They have right. And if you (laughs) haven't listened to last week's talk, is Jericho with Regal? I think I have time tomorrow. Jesus Christ. 
It's amazing he's alive in there today. The Ayatollah Jack and Cola? Not that good. Oh, okay. Regal. Holy fuck. The, the extent of the seriousness yeah. of the health issues. Is it like... Eddie Scott Hall levels? Is it like that bad? No, it because has nothing to do with addiction. It has to do with like he had a broken neck and he had a huge just like calcium like rock holding his discs in place that they sounds, had. To, that sounds painful. Yeah, that's not even the worst of it. He had, that had to he had to have a in 2018 he had to have a. Oh, this is recent. I thought it was yeah, like back. No, news. this is recent. Oh, okay, he almost died. Like he had to have a spinal tap every 20 minutes for uh, six days straight. So he was sitting up in a chair, and every twenty eleven, and every twenty minutes they would come and release the thing at the bottom of his. And he said, "When they do the spinal tap, it feels oh. right. It feels like you're being electrocuted from your toes to your hair." And they would do that three times an hour, every hour for six days. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't sleep for a week. Nope. There were many. Uh, there were two Christmases in a row where he was in the hospital. And uh, the last one, he he demanded to be let out because his son was coming home from England, and they told him he had like a week to live. So he's like, "I'm going to spend Christmas at home with my family. This is the last time." And then finally, he went like on New Year's Eve, he fell out of the bed and couldn't get up, and his two sons had to pick him up, and they got him back into the hospital, and they called his wife uh, like the next night at three a.m. And told her that uh, that she needed to come in and basically say goodbye. There, he had sepsis in his leg. They were going to cut his leg off. Jesus. And at best, Christ. he had twenty four hours to live. And what what saved his life is Kill that <laughs> what saved his life is that another doctor overheard the phone call and thought, "Oh man," and called her husband, who was also a surgeon. And described what he had and that he had actually done something with the, it had to do with a heart problem. And he's like, God, no, before they do anything, tell them to give them this, 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 and this. And within like six hours, the, the leg thing was done and he was getting better. He was that close to just getting his leg cut off and, and fucking dying. Jesus Christ. He also, <laughs> because of the drug issues and all that, and plus just an issue with his heart. Remember, he, did you know he went to India in 2003 with WWE, uh-huh. got really sick, they had to restart his heart. Yeah. He's had heart issues ever since. But the, the sack... Does he have a pacemaker? Yes. Yeah. The sack that holds the heart, his completely hardened. That seems like a problem. And it was like... Um, like a jawbreaker wrapped around his heart. Isn't that a regal thing, though? You know, like black-hearted, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, no heart. And uh, that they also had to fix that. I mean, he was like multiple times he was within a breath of dying. So that's why he was like, I don't have many years left because, you know, he's faced death head on for like four straight years. And was like, well, I'm going to die soon. Yeah. Uh, The whole the whole interview is very eye opening. It's like, Jesus Christ, he went through all of that shit. (laughs) Like, how the fuck do you even like? It's a miracle. He's here. Let's say that. And Buff is hurt. See that? All as well. You don't say. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, Utah probably going to become the first guy to join. This is such a genius idea. Like, did you see the fun on Twitter with people trying to name the group? No. <laughs> like the League of Extraordinarily or Extraordinary Bastard Gentlemen. Or like, my favorite was William Regal's Murder Babies. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. 
Um, other AEW news, uh, they have a new partnership with DDT Pro Wrestling. Oh, I cannot wait to hear Jim Cornette go about this. Mm. Give me the Iron uh, Man heavy is metal. The, is the sex doll elite? All elite yet? <laughs> we have that. Uh, oh, the, hold on, hold on. So for uh, for newer listeners, Corey, you want to explain what DDT Pro Wrestling is to people? Uh, I forget the full name, but... It is a promotion out of Japan that uh, gives an entertaining bend to wrestling, as it were. There's some really good wrestling in it, but there's also some unique. Slapstick comedy? Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi have famously wrestled sex dolls. Or just dolls in general. Dramatic Dream Team. Yeah, that's what it is. DDT. Dramatic? Dramatic. Dramatic. Oh, my God. There's been matches in the forest. Minoru Suzuki wrestling a woman in the middle of a pond. He gives her this pile driver in a fucking pond. (laughs) What? There's been just weird shit all over. Uh, They've they've got the Iron Man heavy metal. It's the um, Iron Man heavy metal weight championship. Yeah. That's been held by some legit wrestlers, plus a ladder. Um, the belt. Uh, the belt itself, a uh, cookie. Like, it's been a, all over. A performer of a Japanese group, Ling Ling, is your current champion right now for that. How, first of all, guys, how is the voice of a generation not the DDT champion? Like, what are we doing, Jeff? What are we doing, Jeff? He fell in love and just Your quit. entire, you should be that champion. He fell in love and quit working. One of the uh, one of the uh, crazy one of the crazy like DDT matches it was uh, me and Zen were, were watching um, the wrestler. It was the show after the, oh, the movie. I was like, no, no, depressing no, as no, fuck. I'm like, God damn, that was depressing. Were you match, drinking it, 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 <laughs> I think that was what it was called. But it was the show after uh, it's a good movie, Dark Side shit. of the Ring. So it was a journalist wrestling fan that would go to oh, these uh, you know far end. It was like uh, an indie doc, right? Yeah, but weekly, Kinda, yeah, it was yeah. a weekly show, yeah. and he did a DDT pro wrestling. And the main event was like, it was like a twelve stipulation match that each wrestler got six, and <laughs> during the match, they the wrestler put on the Tron the guy's real phone number, his opponent's phone number. Uh, one of the wrestler is gay, and they brought out his mom to like to out him to out him. <laughs> God damn! It's a bit Uh Then the one of the guys wrong. It was gross. Come here, come here, producer. We have a running. Make it running. We have a running. Pretend Steve the makes a slap. The storyline was at the Peter Pan event that they do, and it was the head of the company versus their star guy that did all the butt stuff. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Devin? <laughs> no. Paper bitch. He wears like a little thong. Anyways. Devin. He's gay. And so Devin. if the stipulation was if the gay man won, he would become the booker for DDT Pro. But if the owner won, the gay man had to get married. <laughs> On the show. Uh, no. No? God, that's not a good booker. You gotta think of ratings, brother. Right. Do that wedding on the air. But then they kept bringing each other's family out, right? So the mom came out to try to <laughs> defend 
This the is awesome. owner because he wanted yep. the, the gonna need to find this. To get married. But then the, the ultimate one was the owner's wife came out and beat the crap out of him. What the fuck? Swerve, bro. Swerve. Yep, we're gonna find that later. But yeah, that oh, was like it, the Peter Pan is their WrestleMania. That's yeah, the, no, they, they, kind of they, the wrestler, June, the, wrestler the wrestler she's talking about was the guy that we was on. Like, is it Dancheco Dino? I think so. An <laughs> aunt, an aunt. Dino. Who knew? Dino douche. Who knew? The database knew. But he's the guy that was on all the uh, like indie shows. The like. Oh, I've seen him wrestle. Yeah, like, a couple years ago though. But he was like. When the WrestleMania weekend was a thing, like they started doing for all the indie shows, he was on like every mm-hmm. show. Yeah, he came over here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's DDT. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the second greatest storyline for a match I've ever heard in Japan. The first one was where there was this like demon woman or a loose woman. I can't remember what the, the, the translation was. But anyway, the great Muda went to go spray his mist and missed the guy and, and ended up misting her crotch impregnating her to where she gave birth to Aki Bono, the, the sumo grand champion. There it is. That's the greatest one I've ever heard. Nobody tells Snitsky. Because that's where he, just, he had to do the abortion clinic with the spray. He's like, I gave life, now I must give it away. Take it away. <laughs> Muda giveth and Muda taketh away. <laughs> God, so that the... Joe's down the, the so rabbit that's hole. I'm going through the rabbit hole right now. I'm trying to see if I can find the storyline of... Uh... Holy hell, dude. Let's all talk about the shocking news that Joey Janela has chosen not to re-sign with AEW. Yeah, that, that's what it is. I love how he's framing the fact that he decided yep. that he will not be putting pen to paper to come back to AEW. Yeah. I don't think it was his decision. But That's kind of how, like... Baseball managers who win four to five games, we mutually agreed to part ways. Like, sure, that's that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it, you know. You weren't fired at all. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't fire me. I quit. So yeah, um, that's shocking. Um, maybe it's like control his narrative. Oh god. By the way, okay, so dude, let's talk about that douche for a minute. Which one? Yeah, which one? EC three. Oh, okay. I, I saw. You gotta, you gotta specify that fucking company. I saw a thing on Twitter, and they're like, "What the fuck is this guy for real?" And I was like, "I can't wait." So I pushed oh. play. And it's that douche with a plate of uh, broccoli. And he's like, they say broccoli makes you, uh, gives you gas. Then he farts, right? Then he goes, but you need to control your uh, uh, diagnostic uh, narrative and uh, eat healthy and it makes your farts smell good. Gross. Literally, that's all it was. (sighs) And I was like, what the fuck? And who would watch this shit? Should we go over the rules real quick? Oh, please do. Because I have them pulled up. Please go over the rules Thank for you. a promotion I will never watch. I, I found I found that it was the tw- it was 2017 Peter Pan, and it was um, the match of uh, full authority versus marriage whip uh, uh, full th- full authority versus marriage weapon uh, weapon rumble. As sure, yeah, yep. So looking that up later. All those words go together. Uh, so here are the rules. And regulations for control your narrative, Joe. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Rule number one, you are in control. Okay. How do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that yet. Well, then, rule number two, you are in control. It's in all caps. Oh, my God. Apparently, Am I? That matters. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I need, I need you, you to focus you, on these next you, two, Joe, because they don't make sense. I need you to focus. Okay, I'm focusing. Number three. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, 
can't stand or quit. Sanctioned, in quotes here, matches can end via pinfall. Okay. Number four, standard, in quotation marks, professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. The project pit. I that's okay. not exactly Piper's pit. Number five, no. That was all number four. That was, yeah. Number five, no hashtag super kicks. No hashtag tope suicidas. No hashtag Canadian destroyers. Oh, hold on. So, but well, I'm not necessarily against that rule because those have been prostituted out so much in most matches. Yep. If you can't do those, that's a rule. The heel, then then right. the person isn't controlling their own narrative. You correct. are. Yeah, correct. You're, con- okay. you're you are controlling the situation because of the fact that you're controlling them <sighs> not to uh, do the move. Okay, so maybe, maybe maybe this will clarify that, guys. Number six, the fight isn't with your opponent; it's with yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, uh, the that who, the, that doesn't make the producer happy. Who can take this shit seriously? Uh, Number seven. There's more. Okay. There's two more. <laughs> Fights will go on as long as they have to. Oh, boy. Sanction matches hit their times. Oh, my God. <laughs> the final rule. If you want to hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. Yep. Jesus. Fuck I, that company. This sounds like the worst pile of shit I've ever seen. Well, it's not true because Enzo's in there yet. Well, yeah, he will be. Though. He will be. Holy uh, fuck, dude! I guarantee you, I will never watch a second of any control. The only, your only funny bullshit. thing about control. I don't know what the project pit is. I gotta be honest. The only thing that I think is funny about I like the, the rent control- room. Maybe someone did the rent room. I looked, found that, found Jesus. out, and it was Austin. They picked areas. Of course, it was. Um, it's like Agent Zero. Yeah. Of course, you're gonna pick Austin areas. Um, the only one funny thing about the control your narrative part is the fact that it's a joke that me and the my, uh, our good friend Stryker <laughs> sent him a text like, hey, buddy, just let you know today. Control your narrative. He's of like, course. thanks, man. I forgot. I, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't know what uh, to do. But good God. That's fucking abysmal, dude. My God. That's so terrible. I just want to thank them, actually. I want to thank Control Your Narrative. For one, I'm asking all the douchebags I never want to watch together in one company. Save me the time and effort. Number two... There's so much wrestling to watch these days. Thank you for providing something so instantly terrible that yep. I don't have to worry about fitting it into my schedule. So, right. not only does that just sound like the worst garbage shit ever, can you imagine the fuckboy fans who go to that? Well, recall, remember, <laughs> someone, DeSantis? someone live tweeted it, and so it's like, as the fans, they're like, we're, we have to stand. I'm in row three, and I can't see ahead of I can't see in front of me. And I'm just standing the whole time. Yeah, but now, what was, if the guy standing in front of you is six foot ten? You're not controlling your narrative. But that yeah. was the first show. So as they go on forward, they're gonna have like their dedicated fans. Can you imagine the shit show uh, those people are gonna be? It's like a MAGA fuck pit. Yep. Oh, oh my there's God. your pit there. Fuck that shit. That's <laughs> terrible, dude. Let's move on from them. I can't wait for DDT to the, the Iron 
Iron Heavy Metal it title. Feels like a feud between Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Has it written all over it? I can't wait for everybody to make way too much out of it, and in the end, just two young boys come over that yeah. have potential and wrestle and they're, actually they're, look good. They're, they're, <laughs> they're ace, probably or something. You know. See, now you're controlling the narrative, course. Yeah, come oh on, God. quit controlling your narrative. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm ECD for database. I I just can't wait to see what the weird object will be the champion in AEW. Like what's that? I weird? do hope they bring the belt over for a little while. It would just be fun, stupid. Right. Fun. I want Tony Schiavone to be a champion. Yes, I do. Then Ref Robert well, can roll him up. So you can also on the podcast. So you can lose that belt too. Look into the six man belt. Here lose. The, yeah, here lose it. And then Jr. could dismissively rant about how much he hates, hates it. all of it. Hates it. Maybe uh, he'll also agree to not resign. Yeah, that would be great. They control his narrative. You know, they said they need people in the back because Joey Janela and. Stunted growth. Marco, uh, apparently they've ghosted them. They just won't talk to him after they tell him we're not resigning. What are you going to say? And it's like, so they're like, well, they need an HR person. And I think Christopher Daniels is doing that job. But Was that Brandy's job? Wasn't she ahead of it? Of the HR? She was, she was ahead of something. I'm sure she was the best at it, too. But the point being. <laughs> we do declare. I do declare. Uh... What else? We have a. You have a fun fact, Mr. Rule? Oh, yes. Uh, about Gable Steveson. Steve Steveson. Uh, so he is uh, officially done with college now. So he is on to bigger and brighter in the WWE. Well, it's raw, so. He is on to WWE. <laughs> He's going to get paid. Yeah. Here's an interesting, a couple of interesting stats. <clears throat> so two years. Let's see, but is he going to get paid ago. as much as he has been? Two years ago, he was an All-American and won the National Championship for Wrestling. Yeah. He then went on to win a gold medal at the Olympics and then went back to college and won another national championship. So his name is Brock Engel. Uh, Brock was never that good. He wasn't. Did you see? Brock wasn't, wasn't an Olympic-level wrestler. Well, no, that's the Engel part. Brock won the NCAAs. I don't know if Engel ever won the NCAAs. Well, did, no, but he won the Olympic part. Did you so see how he, he was a combined? Nation. He's combined. Did you Brock see? Engels, did you yeah. see how he how, how he won the uh, gold medal with a broken freaking neck? No. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, he won it in the final like ten seconds of the match. So like, it's clutch. He got like the pinfall. You know, like the can yeah, I think it was a pin, but he got the pin within like ten seconds after the like. And it was. I'm talking like. Well, you've seen like you've seen like the three count with the three like thirty second you know three seconds left in the timer, mm-hmm. kind of like that. Well, he got the pin. He was going to win on points. Yeah, it didn't matter. But the crazy thing about that was the other stat. The crazy thing about points. So I don't know how wrestling is scored. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm yeah. very lost. But when he was his senior year this year in college, his in, so he won the finals like six to two. I think is what the point total was before that match. Before the finals, like the national championship finals. Mm-hmm. He had outscored his opponents like 270 to 1. Damn. And the only reason the one, the person got a point is because he was uh, like flagged for taunting. That's it. So they, yeah. So nobody actually scored a point on him. That's dominant. <laughs> he's, he's really good. This here? And they're going to ruin him fucking quickly in WWE. This here is what we call domination. Well, first I'll have to give him a new first name because they'd have Chad Gable. And yeah. no, that fucking company can't have two people with nope. a name anywhere near. Either that or Chad Gable's just going to become Chad. Well, hopefully with this new... He uh, looks like a Chad. That checks out. <laughs> Shush! That's, you know... Imagine if we get Gable Stevenson and 
<laughs> Braun Breaker as a tag team. Oh <laughs> my god. Well, unfuckables. There's some authors of pain it's right there. We, it's, well, Corey is talking pre-show that we have a new Brock Lesnar, so maybe Brock will give him some tips. Yeah, what? You know, what's happened with Brock, Corey? Apparently now he sits in the fucking gorilla position and gives all the workers like critiques and, and suggestions and help after their matches. Uh, Natalia was speaking of it, said and he's the best at you know he's really helped her a lot. And I'm well, just like, what that's, is that's not a that's not a ringing endorsement? What is going on with 2022 Brock Lesnar? Up until this year, he didn't want to admit he was even in the wrestling business. Now he's at Gorilla giving giving help and like consideration to all the workers. And he's like legitimately having fun. Yeah. It's the weirdest shit. It's like he just decided this year, I'm going to have fun now. I'm going to embrace this. This is my life now. I don't understand. His haircut scares me. I love the new look. I am all for You know, You know why he has it, right? Yeah, because his kids told him they wouldn't do it. Yeah, he it was a do bet. I mean, you don't just challenge Brock Lesnar. And his, his kids, his are, like, kids are gonna learn at some point. Like, you guys, you won't grow a ponytail. It's like you want to bet. You know yeah. who I am? I'm Brock fucking <laughs> Lesnar, <laughs> Doc. I'll but it's that sweet ass beard with it, and boom, here's my new look. Give me a flannel. He did tear a uh, door off a vehicle on SmackDown. Well, that's nothing new. Yeah. Oh my God. Brock he has Lesnar. to continually buy sable cars. I bet he's ripping doors off left yeah. and right. But uh, I mean, Brock Lesnar's important, guys. But there is somebody who is hashtag all entertainment. <laughs> the new uh, the newest sighting for WWE is official. Old neck tattoo himself. Wow! Oh, spoken Did you guys see that video? No, it was on Twitter. It was of John Cena and Jericho just whirling through the hall, singing that in a oh, terrible yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've you seen, seen no one. I hope they give it back to him. I hope they told him to dye his fucking hair back brown and grow that goddamn mustache. They're just going to go back to 2013 like nothing fucking happened. No, I hope he comes out to Triple H's fucking gimmick. And he breaks this, the thing He again. just comes out to King of Kings. It's like, so I'm it's the, the game crazy. Breaker. It's the crazy three weeks we've oh, had on this show. Damn it. That's going to be it. We've had uh, uh, two weeks ago, he's going to WWE. Last week, who knows if he's going to WWE? Now we're back to uh, what Saturday or Sunday. The sheet said that he has signed, so we'll wait and see when he shows up. If he shows up, I honestly don't care if he shows up. I just, I just don't yeah. care anymore. I was intrigued when it first broke. It's been now, like six weeks. I don't it's, care. Now. It's been like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't really care if he shows up or not. I, yeah. I'm, I've got Cody Rhodes fatigue already. already. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even watch WWE anymore. Like, I'm thrilled. He's off the show I watched, so I don't even worry about it. It's a win for the, the, the Corey. Oh, yeah, the database is thrilled. Oh, speaking, by the way, little database. What do you think about uh, the POW, by the Loved way? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Favorite match was probably the hardcore match. I checked it out. Although he really liked the other three-way. Yeah. Cool. He needs to stop liking those Blanchards, though, I'll tell you that much. That's Blanchard country, buddy. You need to, you need to learn what's going on. Bubba don't want that smoke. That's all I'm saying. But you know what smoke we got to talk about? I'm going to have Bubba officiate my fucking funeral. <laughs> he was, he a, was good a good man. man. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> your wife's Why crying. Why don't you cry? Your, your wife's crying. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. But the smoke we got to talk about. Yeah. Is our brackets. That's right. That is smoke. Whether there's smoke, there's fire. These brackets are Fire, son. Mr. Bracket Man. That's right. Want to break it down? 
So last week, the first semifinal matchup, we had WrestleMania 19 taking on WrestleMania 30 heavyweight bout. And your winner with 60% of the vote, WrestleMania 19. I mean, I, I, I think that's an upset. I did too. I voted for 30. I, I did as well. Um, and nobody stand for 19 more than I did. But at the end of the day, I was like that Undertaker loss. Yeah. Two I'm, Brian matches. You know, I got caught into thinking in WWE lore. Instead of wrestling lore. Yeah. Trust me. Those are two very different things. Yes, they are. And uh, I think I, One's entertainment lore. I, I worked myself into a shoot, I think. <laughs> but no, 19-1. And I probably rightfully should. Again, five main events is a... That's a lot. So, Joe, who'd you... Uh, what'd you vote for? Uh, I went 19 because when I was going to... I think if I... You hit the wrong button? No, if I hit... Nine, if I picked 30, I think we, we would have been at a draw again. So. so pick your from your heart, not what you. Oh but I did it with my heart. I did nineteen. Okay. All, right, all right, all right, all right. But I'm saying if I did, if I went with thirty, stop the steal, Joe. <laughs> if we went with thirty, I We're think for a tie. we would have uh, had a tie. What is player? The next. Well, the next the one semifinal. is I don't, I don't even know how this is a semifinal. This is fucking insane. What this is, we have WrestleMania three versus WrestleMania seventeen. Jesus Christ. I mean, fuck. <laughs> My goat versus the acknowledged goat. Yeah. Hmm. Well. So, th- Corey, what was the best match at WrestleMania 3? Well, I think without a, a shadow of a doubt, people are going to look at Macho Man Randy Savage defending that Intercontinental Championship against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I thought he won the title there. He was defending it? He was defending it. Hmm. Yeah, he, he had won it February 6th, 1986 in the Boston Garden. Beating Tito Santana and uh, his uh, almost 14 month reign comes to an end at WrestleMania 3 as uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat does the unthinkable roll. um, He doesn't roll him up, he just he rolls through a body slam Mm -hmm. and pins him. And uh, I know it's not high on yours. Nope. I love it. It's the match that. I grew up as it was like the standard, but I am in the minority in this yeah. opinion. So I fully, fully admit that I, uh, it was the gold standard. It actually, might just be me. <laughs> um, growing up, I became a fan just before WrestleMania four, but WrestleMania three was the first WrestleMania I saw. Cause once I got into it, my mom was working at a store that had videos and she saw WrestleMania tape and just brought it home for me one night. Oh, nice. And it was WrestleMania three. So that's the first one I saw. Is it a two taper. No, that's four. That's the one that's two taper. And I've never understood to this day why they did this. But they stopped tape one halfway through the Hogan Andre match. It checks out. As he's got Hogan in a bear hug. Instead of back, right, finish the second on the second tape? Yeah, it okay. goes right back into the match on the second tape where he's in that bear hug. And I've never for the life of me understood why they did it like that. Why not just do that at the beginning of the Hogan match? But you know, whatever you do you. Um I had that shirt as well. And uh, that's a badass Hogan shirt. Like, these days I wouldn't have many Hulk Hogan shirts, but that's that's one I probably would still have. It's pretty badass. But that's the vaunted match. That was, at the, at the time, it was definitely a kind of a, a rarity. Yeah. You didn't get matches like that in WF, really. 
unless you were rock, watching house shows that had the hearts against the bulldogs, you didn't get a match like Savage Steve. Not on TV. No, no, God. Where you no. get time, they had time yeah. to tell a story and just wrestle. You got yeah. WF. So that hey. was still in Savage's prime. Oh, yeah. And entering into Steamboat? Steamboat's prime as well. They're yeah. both in the prime. Steamboat then shot himself in the foot. Although, he, he asked for the time ahead of time, from what I understand. See, he was supposed to have the belt for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then his wife was pregnant. Yeah, his wife, she's a piece of work. She's a Linda Hogan. Yeah, she is a Linda Hogan. That is for damn sure. She's arguably worse than Linda Hogan, really. Damn. Tie brace. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> he asked for time off when the kid was born to be with him. And Vince was not happy. But I thought, but Vince loves kids. That's what Bruce Pritchard says. Vince is all family. He loves kids. He loves family. what they did was uh, put the belt on Honky Tonk Man. I don't know where. That's kind of the same thing. So uh, that's the only thing that cheapens this match is the fact that it was supposed to be the grand start of what was going to be a historic title reign and ended up being just a wet fart of a reign. When did he lose it? How long? June 2nd. Damn. So barely over two months. Damn. That's the day yeah. before I was born, son. I was born yep. June 3rd, 1987. Yep. Shout out to me. June 2nd was the taping date, yeah. Um, so honky Tonk. <laughs> honky so Tonk. Honky- so hold on real quick. So when I was born, Honky Tonk Man was the IC champion. Who was, yes, who was champion you were born, Corey? Intercontinental champion? Yeah. Ken Patera. How about Joe? Hold on, hold on. September? September. So January? Oh, he'd be Honky Tonk Man. Ah, that's right. It was either Pat Patterson or Kim Patera. I know Kim Patera beats him. Actually, I think Kim Patera won it in March. So Pat Patterson might have still been the first. So I was born during the first Intercontinental title reign so there it is. in history. There it is. That's how old my fucking ass is. <laughs> you guys are at least are a Honky Tonk Man vintage. Who's the Honky Tonk Man? I guess we're cool and we're cocky. And don't even... bad. Don't even try to ask me who the fuck was Intercontinental Champion when my son was born. Kofi, Ziggler. Yeah, it's <laughs> Kofi, Miz, Ziggler. One of those three. Probably. Yeah. Um, How about that? So that's WrestleMania 3, 93,173. Ish. <laughs> ish in the Pontiac <laughs> Silverdome against 71,000-ish in the Houston Astrodome. Oh, wasn't, yeah. It's, it is the Astrodome, yeah. Um, for WrestleMania 17, which I guess the work rate match on there I was the work rate match, but it's the iconic match. And just to show you how work rate has changed over the years, I guess it would be Edge and Christian defending the tag titles against the Hardys and the Dudleys mm-hmm. in TLC 2, mm-hmm. which saw the iconic Edge spear off the off the uh, ladder where Jeff is dangling from the I rope mean, that has the belts on it. Really the bump that really started Edge's problems. Yeah. Because that bump is... He effectively insane. DDTs himself on the fucking mat. I think it's. I think. He, I think he said he was unconscious when he hit the. When he like he knocked himself cold. Yeah. Because um, you can't like protect yourself in that spot. That spot is so horrifically dangerous. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's just because the flash bulbs are going off. I mean, that spot is iconic as hell. But Jesus, man. Just think, the next year Edge is fighting Booker T over the rights to a Japanese shampoo commercial at WrestleMania. Well, you know. But hey, we're still at the top of our creative game here. There, there it is. You said we wouldn't have any storylines for those WWE guys. <laughs> and uh, so, you think that one's better or the one at SummerSlam, Corey? You know, I honestly don't remember because it has been so long since I've seen the SummerSlam one that I can't give you a fair answer. Fair. In a couple of weeks, I'll be able to answer that question. There it is. At NoSellerTainment.com. Yeah. NoSellerTainment.com. Pretty soon for the Monday night. War Stories presents the pay-per-view War Stories. We'll be doing SummerSlam 2000.
thousand. Did I even say about? I haven't seen the SummerSlam in a long time. I remember the WrestleMania one. Oh yeah. So I guess we'll find out. But yeah, that's the that's seventeen and three. Jesus. Two drastically different eras people are voting on. Yep, this I know. Is, I mean, this is like. I mean, this is. Rock facing Hogan like this matchup. This is literally Rock Hogan. This and, is insane. You know, you said you're in the minority when it comes to the Savage yeah. Steamboat. Yeah, I'm in the minority when it comes to which era I prefer. Yeah, um, definitely the older one. <laughs> Attitude era. I still maintain, and in watching through, it's only heightened it more. I always said the Attitude era did more to damage the sport than anything. I stand by it. Watching, we've done what three years now. 90 because really, WF it's really like mid 97 when it starts, it really kicks into gear in 98, but you can definitely see traces of it, yeah. And yeah, it's done more to damage than help. But there's two things you listeners can do one, go vote. Well, it's up now. I was gonna say, no, your roll, shut your mouth. No, no, go vote, go vote. It's up and running right now on our Twitter account at no sell ENT. Also, go buy WrestleFest tickets. Get yes. your tickets now. Like, right now. PowerPowerWrestling.com. Like, right now. Like You keep missing shows, you marks. Go I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to have Bubba Blanchard, after I beat his ass, come find you. I'm going to open a, uh, a telegram service and hire Bubba Blanchard. <laughs> Just to deliver <laughs> news, good or bad. Congratulations! You got fire! Is this Tiffany? Your mom wants you to call her. Imagine a cameo from Bubba Blanchard. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. Are you so, on your last day of work, just have Bubba do your exit interview. Bubba fills in for you for that day. Yeah. You, you pay the extra for him to fill in for the spot for you. Hey, it's an off-pot conversation, Gore. I got an idea, Bubba. <laughs> I got an idea. I got an idea. So, let's, uh, anything else, guys? I got Let's mosey else. on down the road. Let's hit the road to WrestleFest. And as next week, we will be marking out mm-hmm. no selling for, for WrestleMania. Going free extravaganza. WrestleMania Dallas, day one and day two is that's next and weekend, stand boys. And deliver. And, and standing for deliver, deliverance. <laughs> what? Stanford Deliverance. Stanford be a Deliverance. much more entertaining show. Ooh, man, because I don't like either of those movies. You put them together, not the different story. Stephanie, you've got a nice mouth. Which you can listen to all that good stuff on the Monday Night War Stories, which you can go to NoSoEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSoEntertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs. You can also go to Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify, where you can find all of our podcasts. That While you're there, go and give us that five-star rating. Exactly. Give us a nice review. Give Please us a do. Or give, say we suck, but give us five stars. Give, yeah. Yeah, you know what? If you want to, if you want to give us one star, that's fair. That's just click fair. the one all the way to the right. Uh, just click it once. That's a one star review. Give us a <laughs> review. Give us a, a, a five star. Go follow us on our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And go to nosellentainment.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts, all of our voices, everything that we do here, wherever you get your podcasts.